Yo, what's up, Matt? So this is Matt Stromer. If people want to find you, Matt, before we get started, what what yeah. just Matt, MatthewStromer.com? No, uh, no um, HipBattersea.com. H-I-P-B-A-T-T-E-R-S-E-A.com. At least it's very easy to find. I know, right? <laughs> no, 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 not my name. It's it's something that people, there's no way they'll ever spell it correctly. No, I, I can't win. I, if, I say, if I say my name, MatthewStromer.com, and everyone thinks I'm, oh, wow, so pretentious with his website, if I say Hip Battersea, which is just the name I came up with, uh, trying to spell that to people, the, wait, wait, one P to, no, H-I-P, okay, B-A-T-T-E-R, that with the letter C or, the, or C, no, no, is it S-E-A or S-E-E? It's S-E-A, just listen to me spell it, H-I-P-B-A-T-T-E-R, yeah. It's like if someone named their son Dandelion. Yo, it's D-A, like Daniel, Daniel, but the full name is Dandelion, so they call me Dan. And it's spelled D-A-A-N-D-E-I-O-L-I-O-N-E-E-N-E, dandelion. It's like, wait, what? Wait, how does that, how does that spell dandelion? Right. But, yeah. but I, so, so Matt has a ton of videos up and all kinds of stuff on his YouTube yeah. page, and, and you can go to the website. But that's Matt. Pretty he, much whatever, that's pretty much what everyone does. They just, they, they, uh, if I tell them I have a website, they're just like, oh, you're on YouTube? And they just go to YouTube and they just look up my name and then. They just see all the videos that are associated with my name. Yeah, you have a, you have a website, but uh, how about a YouTube page? Don't you have a website? Yeah, I do. Okay, hitbarracy.com. I'll just see YouTube. What kind of content you got up there? Uh, you know, I do, um, I do uh, short, short, short videos. Oh, cool, I man. All right, cool. I'll check it out. All right, so here's, here's what I, Matt, here's what I want to get started with because. Oh, yeah. Well, okay, I've been. About me, please. <laughs> I've been going to the gym and and I have a messed up foot, so I've been doing cardio in the pool. Like I've been like doing like you're in good shape, so you probably don't ever have to do any kind of cardio, but not me. So I'm I'm doing laps in the pool, like walking back and forth. And okay. as I'm doing it, this weird looking guy is waving at me. He keeps waving, and he's in he's in like the hot tub across from me, and he does he won't stop waving. And at first, I'm like he must be waving at someone else because there's no way some guy's smiling and waving at me so he keeps waving i like give him like the head nod like i'm acknowledging him a couple times and then he keeps doing it so at this point i'm like creeped out so i get out of the pool i go in the locker room i and now they have individual showers but you could like you could see the person's head in the shower like it doesn't the door the door pretty much ends at your neck okay so i get in the shower and this guy follows me, and he goes in the shower across from me and starts waving again. Okay. So does do you think that number one? And and so I I got freaked out and I left and, and I I was all wet. I just put my clothes over my wetness and left. So do you think there was a guy? On, and I'm not joking. Did you think he wanted to have sex with me? Either that, or was this like a? Are you allowed to say the name of the gym? It was, it's, yeah, I mean, it's Export, which is like a 24-hour gym. It's like the biggest okay. gym in Chicago. Okay. Because I, I did read, I don't know, a month or month or two ago, someone shared that some of these gyms are now incorporating special uh, employees that sort of blend in with the people rather than have a uniform just to make people feel comfortable. Is, isn't that too comfortable, like following me into like, the shower? Like, like more of an... Uh, I'm paraphrasing, of course, but like a more satisfying customer service experience at the gym. So a blowjob is is more a better oh, customer service. I didn't say that. I, you're, I didn't say anything about sex. Maybe he's just 
extra nice. I mean, but why do you fall like there's no you, there's no way that he was done at the exact same time that I got out of the pool. Like he yeah, just happened to be finishing up. Yeah, there's a little odd that he did fall into the yeah. Okay, and then so so another thing I noticed was the guys who sit. Maybe he thought maybe he thought you were someone. Maybe he just assumed you were someone that he knew, and he was convinced of it. And then by the time he got into the shower and he got a close look at you, he was oh no, that's not him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just, yeah, I, I would rack. I would probably spend the whole day trying to like figure out what was that guy's deal. Well, maybe. I guess it's the only thing that makes sense. Maybe he thought I was someone he knew, and then when he saw me in the shower again, mm-hmm. oh, wait, you're right. Maybe that's not him. Hope I, that, That's the only w- thing that would explain it. it. <laughs> but, I mean, when you see me not acknowledging you, you see me giving you two head nods to, yeah, I see you, hi, yes, yes, hi, and then I immediately, like, run out into the shower. Yeah. That's it. Like you, even if you did know me, you don't need to follow me out. Like to me, that means like, okay, he's not interested in my waving. I've been waving right. for ten minutes. He's barely acknowledged me. Now he ran out. I don't think now. I don't think a shower conversation is going to get to the bottom of this. How do you think he explained this story to his friends? <laughs> <laughs> On his podcast, exactly. On his podcast. Yeah, so, uh, so okay, so listen to this fucking asshole. So I'm in the hot tub. I'm waving at this motherfucker, you know? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, he barely acknowledges me. Then I see this fat fuck get out of the pool and run in the locker room. So, of course, I walk over there. I'm like, I'm, I start waving at him again. I'm like, hey, I just want to say hi to the motherfucker. And then he runs out of the shower. <laughs> you believe this stupid fuck? <laughs> I think it's interesting that you already decided to figure out how he speaks and talks and just dropping F bombs. <laughs> I'm sure he's not a very nice, polite gentleman, you know. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, no, he looked like he didn't sound anything like that at all. He he looked he was he he looked like he was some type of foreigner, maybe. Okay. And yeah. I don't I don't even know if he spoke English. Hmm. Maybe he was uh maybe that was sign language. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. But other um, other gym observations I made were the guys who sit with their naked ass on the bench. Like, why is that necessary? You realize you are speaking to someone that has never set foot in a gym. Well, let me explain to you. There's a bunch of... Well, do you remember, like, gym class in high school? Oh, God, I hate it. It's the only class I ever skipped. <laughs> I purposely... As a, as a matter of fact, I flunked gym because I cut it so many times. I had to, like, make up for it in the summer. It just... But I, I was, you know, I was the one in gym that was always the last to be picked for things, and I didn't have cool sneakers. And um, what are those pro wings, pussy? You get picked <laughs> last, bitch. <laughs> I mean, I was never beat up for like completely um, a portrait in gym, but it just, I just knew it was not, it was not for me. It was not me, and um, yeah, pretty much when you're the last one picked, that, that, that's all. I, I actually remember the one time I felt cool. We were uh, playing basketball and they divided up the teams and I actually got one like it was passed to me and I made a shot and it was like a three-point shot and I felt so good everyone was like oh way to go Matt, giving me high fives and and I just felt so great and then the rest of the day I just completely missed all the other shots and then it went back to you suck ah yeah typical yeah. anyway anyway this kid's cool for two seconds and now look at him back to normal but I had a taste of what it feels like to really be great at a sport. I mean, I just, I, I locked down, I got a three point shot, but I just, you felt the love for making that shot. And 
It was, it was great. And then, yeah, obviously that was a lucky thing. Now, when something impacts you that much, why didn't you like spend the rest of your life trying to become a good basketball player? If you enjoyed that feeling so much, why didn't you work on your game? Um, I, I was never into sports. I, I know, but, I, but, but wasn't the feeling that euphoria, wasn't that worth getting into sports for you if you yeah, loved it that much? I, yeah, but then I found other things that gave me the same feeling and, and opted for that. But did you get the same praise as you did for that shot? Uh, maybe a little bit, but the feeling, the, I got the same feeling. Did you, did you have to shower in, in high school? Did they make you shower? No, well, I was on the chess team, and um, I was always confused why the coach just take showers. <laughs> All right, boys, get in the shower. <laughs> um, hold that thought. Hold that rook. Uh, meet me in the showers, boys. Oh, dude, being on the chess team was great. I, I had a I had a letter jacket because I was varsity chess, and had a little rook on the side of my name. And the girl, I, I, the girl I was dating, she wore my chess jacket. It was awesome. You like, didn't. You didn't have it. the king. I feel like I got to feel like being a jock, but I wasn't a jock. <laughs> it's like the bully chess. Like there's bully chess players. They have the king on their arm. I'm the king. You're just a rook, or you're a knight. Oh yeah, kids watch me. Like you're going. Well, down. if it isn't Stromer the pawn, you'll never be anything better than a pawn, Stromer. I'm the king. <laughs> the only trophy I ever got, a chess trophy. I think my only trophy is a Pinewood Derby trophy that my Uncle Rick built the car when I was in Cub Scouts. <laughs> Didn't get one of those. But wait, Matt, wait, it, wait. Back to gym yeah. class. So honestly, did they yeah. make you guys take showers? Uh, you could take one if you wanted to, like during gym. Uh, yeah. If you were, if you did football or basketball, you're like um, more people took showers there. Again, it was still up to you if you wanted to. But during actual PE gym class, if you wanted to take a shower, it was completely up to you. Okay, because didn't you, be like one or one or two kids would take a shower, but but di- didn't you find it weird that all the boys were expected to shower together? I, I remember just not wanting to get naked. I, not, I first of all, I never wanted to take a shower. I had, I had no urge to take a shower because I didn't really work up a sweat. Cause I pretty much just sat there um, doing nothing because either I didn't have the sneakers or again just in a major depression because nobody wanted me on their team. So I never needed to take a shower, but uh, uh, I didn't want to. I didn't want to get naked either. Exactly, well, that's my point. Like little boys, they're not comfortable getting naked. Like there might be a kid who's fat, like a kid like you who's embarrassed, a kid with a small penis who's whatever. Whatever the situation is, yeah. I think there's some kind of pedophilia thing with these coaches. We're like, oh, oh, you boys, guy boys, get in the showers. And they watch you get in and shower. Like, I purposely took art class in high school so I wouldn't have to take showers. It's just something mm-hmm. I'm not comfortable with. And, you know, with the whole thing with, like, Caitlin and, and, and transgender people getting be- – like, the greatest thing to come out of that is that maybe now there'll be separate showers. Like, there was never – like, when they're like, hey, I don't want my boy in there with that freak. My boy's right. not taking a shower with he, he she, that he, right. she – my boy's not so. I hated what great, I hated was I, what I hated was that our bathrooms didn't have stall doors. Well, that too. That made no sense That's either. Another like, well, I guess you know. Thankfully, I had my bowel movements timed that they never happened at school. But uh, that was always my biggest fear. Am I going to have to do this here in school? Oh my god, it's embarrassing. You'd have someone, and then if you had to go, someone would have to stand there while you're taking a dump. 
Like, it's yeah. just the weirdest shit ever. I, I think of it, yeah, exactly. Good choice of words. Uh, I think if I had had to go to the bathroom, though, I probably would have run across the street to the Dunkin' Donuts. I would have just took the took the chance of getting in trouble for leaving school around. There's just no way I was going to go in the bathroom. Still. But back to the gym thing, I'll tell you, um, there was a there was a one time where they, they were testing all the kids for scoliosis or something like that. They wanted to see how our backs were. So they made everyone, like, bend over. And they would they would run this thing along their spine, and I remember the gym teacher singled me out when I did it in front of the whole gym class. Like, you want to see a perfect back? Look at this kid. So, did you feel good about that too? I felt good about that. But I was like, man, I just I just have no luck in gym here. <laughs> Wait, so you did have a perfect back, or you had a, a messed up yeah, back? He was, he, was, he was commenting about me. So he was actually complimenting your back. Yeah, he was saying, "Like, you want to see a perfect back right here." <laughs> and it was my turn. It was my turn. So I guess he was right because I don't have scoliosis or whatever the hell that was. Or, or maybe maybe the gym teacher just made all that shit up. I, I don't know. You remember, you guys remember Matt Stromer, right? He made one shot in his in his in his gym class career. Remember him? Yeah. Well, he has a perfect back. <laughs> it's beautiful. No, back to my yeah. point, real quick. I, I yeah. think that showers should be separate, like a shower for any kid. So so the point is that. If you're transgender, if you're a male, female, whatever you are, it shouldn't matter if you're using the same bathroom because everything would be separate. And that's how it should be anyway. There shouldn't be a big open, just like at the Cubs games, there's that trough where everyone pisses. Like, why? Why? what is that? I don't get that. Well, you're not embracing our future because whenever you see movies or TV shows, they're speculating as to what the future will be like. Like Starship Poopers is one example I can think of right now. We're all showering together. Well, that's we're, not good. You know, we're all together. Money no longer matters. Our bodies no longer matter. It's it's, our, it's the common it's the common united thread of bugs, I guess. I well, I mean, if we all agree to shower together, that's different. But if you're being forced, like if if in the future it's like, oh, let's all shower together, fine. Yeah. But in gym class with some guy with a whistle, oh, don't make me get in there. Don't make me yeah. get in there, Stromer. Yeah. Thankfully, I was never towel snapped. Uh, I never had to deal with that. Or where they slap your ass? Um, yeah, I think what I think probably this, your your podcast is turning into a therapy session for me. Um, <laughs> I, I think I let's think, get deeper, uh, Matt, into this my, shot you made. I, yeah, yeah, I'm going to open up. Um, I think my initial fears of getting naked or or in gym changing into was that I just I knew I was this skinny, pale, white, freckled redhead. And I knew that to take my shirt off or, or get seen changing or take a shower if I wanted to, I was just instantly setting myself up to be a target. So I just avoided any situation where I could be singled out as a target. And that's a lot of stress when you're a teenager trying to, like, constantly be on guard and thinking. Again, this is kind of like chess. Like, I was always thinking moves ahead. Like, okay, we're going to do this. So I got to make sure I don't do that because that'll, make, that'll single me out. But I was always thinking of that. So that's just some deep insecurity and, again, demons. Any other issues that you'd like to bring up? (laughs) I had an eating disorder now. (laughs) Hey, let's talk about Gordon Ramsay. (laughs) Can can you tell me, how does this guy find time for his family? You what? How does this guy find time to be with his family? Gordon Ramsay? Gordon Ramsay. Think about this guy has been has been a staple of our television entertainment for almost 20 years now, right? 
his kitchen nightmares, his Hell's Kitchen, his Master Chef, his Hotel Hell. He's got the F word. He's got a YouTube channel. He's always on talk shows. He's got 31 restaurants. And then that's just the U.S. stuff. Then he's got the U.K. equivalents. You know, he's got a U.K. version of, of uh, Kitchen Nightmares. And, and then, then all, all the, the strip clubs that he goes to, I'm sure. And I'm just thinking to myself, how does this guy find time to be with his family? I'm, I'm just perplexed at that whole the scheduling. Of- well, how about The Rock? The Rock films 15 movies at the same time. I forget what comedian just said that recently. Like, every third movie is The Rock. It really is. I mean, he's every in literally movie. every movie. Gordon, you know, Gordon Ramsay. I wonder if he'll run for president. <laughs> I did but see. Because obviously, obviously we, we will elect someone who's a real. I mean, it's interesting to think that that was a concept that people thought there's no way someone could be president who's a reality TV show. But now we're, we're in such uncharted waters. It, it's so possible. So. That's why you're seeing all these like celebrities starting to joke about it, and and I actually don't like that they're joking about it. I don't, I don't, I don't like. Uh, I think there's something wrong about. What am I trying to say? Um, I'm tired of celebrities saying they'll run for president. You don't want like Mario Lopez running for president. Because one of the problems with Trump is that he has absolutely no experience whatsoever, government experience, and. Uh, so, like, now Paul know, Abdul thinks she could be president. Tom Hanks wants to run for president. Kanye West wants to run for president. The Rock. You know, it's just... Uh, and they're not really going to run for president. Yet. You know, when Tom Hanks and The Rock made that, that announcement on Saturday Live, I was just thinking, yeah, that would be so nice. It would make me feel so much better, but stop teasing us. It, it's, it's not going to happen. It would be great, but but then also too, would you really want the Rock and Tom? Yeah, would it would it be would it be great if the Rock was the president? I mean, I love the Rock, but I mean, sure, they make you feel great, and they they're, they're, they have they would seek and complete senses, and there'd be some logic to what they're saying. But do you want them making foreign policy decisions? Do you want them making decisions that they have absolutely no clue about? What, what kind of people would they bring in to help them? You know, like Tom Hanks would be bringing in like Rob Reiner, and as I always say, Kofefe. You what? Uh, Donald Kofefe. Oh, that you, thing. Are, that, are that, oh, that, that, yeah, 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 no, no, no. Yeah, I was all over that. I, I, oh, it I, sounded weird coming out of your mouth. I only know it like when I read it. I've never said it out loud. I just read it on Twitter. Yeah. Kofefe. I mean. I was actually awake before he deleted it. Like I saw it. I saw it going on live. Yeah. And like the, I woke up to go to like I woke up at like three something in the morning, and I saw it, and I was I just couldn't stop checking his feed for when he deleted it, and then at like I think like five something it got deleted. And so you you pretty much feel that it was just a an autocorrect typo. Yeah, yeah, he was writing something. Maybe he was like he probably had too many like uh, KFC, uh, you know, double chicken down. fries. Too, yeah, too many double downs. And he probably just fell asleep while he was eating and tweeting. Oh, that's crazy! Because you know, you know, he eats like a like he all he eats is fast food, and he always has to have like two of everything. So I bet he just go, he just like if you're that obese and that out of shape, you, you your body just shuts off. So when he's like putting the third double down in his mouth, maybe his body just shut like he's about he's sending out that tweet and he just shut down completely. You ever tried a Trump steak? Uh no, is it good? I don't know. I've never tried. 
I, I didn't even know steaks. about Trump steaks until he was running for president. And then everyone's <laughs> talking about him. Like, you know, he has steaks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if he had nectarines, I probably would have bought them because I'm always looking for good nectarines. But yeah, I, 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 I have Trump nectarines, Trump steaks. Yeah. Apparently he likes his steak well done with ketchup. Which is the best way. If you're a chef, that's what you like to hear. Yeah, I mean, if, if exactly. If you if you're someone who uh, eats your steak that way, uh, why are you selling steaks and trying to come off like you know? Yeah, you should eat hamburger. Like you should eat ha- you should eat ground meat. That's all you should eat. Like a, you should eat, like you know how they cut up. Like you have a son. Like when you have to cut up his meat, like you'll give him a burger patty and cut it up. That's he should eat like a child. He should have ground beef cut up and just it's ketchup. Here's your ketchup, Donnie. Thank you. I have a feeling that the White House chef is is getting a pretty easy is probably having a really easy time. Right now. <laughs> He's not having to come up with these elaborate, yeah. like you know, meals that the the White House chefs are known for. I mean, that's a highly coveted job if you're a chef to be the White House chef. I mean, that's like I want like, macaroni and cheese and hot dogs <laughs> cut up. Current chef is like on vacation right now. He's like, oh, just give him a hamburger and some ketchup, <laughs> two scoops of ice cream. Yeah, yeah. The chef's been on vacation the whole time. He has one of his sous chefs doing everything. Oh yeah. Uh, the usual yeah. today: two hot, two hot dogs cut up, a grilled cheese yeah. with no crust, and ketchup. And yeah, don't forget the dessert. I, you know, a couple presidents. You know, some presidents have wanted you know like a roasted confit with you know a mascarpone cheese <laughs> filling and a side of horseradish <laughs> and you know, cold mold. But yeah. now, come to the one. <laughs> Could you imagine you're you're at this thirty grams and some grape soda. You're you're at this five star restaurant, and you know they're probably making him this like perfectly cooked steak, like perfectly seasoned. And then he's like, "No, uh, put it back on the fire for another thirty minutes, and then bring me ketchup." <laughs> I mean, can you imagine how pissed off you'd be? And he probably doesn't want that Heinz ketchup because that's you know. Yeah, he just that's, he eats that's hunts. That's that's liberal ketchup. Yeah, only hunts ketchup. Yeah, only. Uh, <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember eight years ago when they were making fun of um, Obama for getting Grey Poupon mustard on his burger? I, I don't remember that now. John Oliver was talking about where were where were we in the first hundred days of Obama's presidency, uh, coming from the right? What they were saying about him compared to where we are now with transfer days. And it was Sean Hannity doing a story on <laughs> Barack Obama ordering Dijon mustard for his burger. Because he was at Five Guys. And he asked the guy for some Dijon mustard. And then when they cut to Sean Hannity, he's like, had to have your fancy Dijon mustard. <laughs> Wait, so he was insulting him for eating Grey Poupon? Like, that's yeah, some big yeah. high-class yeah. mustard? That's an, elite, that, that's an elitist, you know. And it just got me thinking. I'm like, okay, so if I ever go down like Bible Belt or the Rust Belt or like Red States, whatever you want to say, like, I guess I better make sure I don't. Ever, I love spicy mustard, whether it's Grey Poupon or, you know, I, I love that. That's my favorite kind of mustard. Um, but I guess if I go down somewhere and I don't want to offend, I better get like regular green mustard. What's that, Yankee boy? What do you, what do you want, Yankee boy? Uh, Grey Poupon. Wait, what? No, 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 no. We got one. Hey, Sarge, we got a hang. We caught a hanger. Hang on, hang on, boy. What, what, what do you say you want, boy? I was just trying to see if I could get some Grey Poupon. It's like, <laughs> it's 
Get red! Someone go get red! Get red down here! <laughs> hey, wait, wait, what do you want? <laughs> hey, if you guys don't have the grape upon, they have golden uh, <laughs> spicy mustard. That would be that'd be great. It's got horseradish in it. All we got here is yellow mustard, man. That's it. That shitty yellow mustard with the red top. Yeah, what brand is that? Is that Heinz? No, it's not Heinz. Maybe that is Heinz. I don't know. But it, it always comes out like water in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. You have to like whatever that is. A little bit. Yeah, it's got that like gross like film on the top. Nasty. Well, that really puts things in perspective, doesn't it? If like like Trump's really had five hundred issues already, and if Obama's worst thing was eating gray poupon mustard. Yeah. You had to have your fancy yeah. mustard, I think, didn't you? I, I, I think that Grey Poupon commercial, the two uh, Illuminati uh, gentlemen in the Rolls Royces, more damage than <laughs> did more damage than uh, than good. Did you used to do that? Remember in Wayne's World when they pulled up and they said, pardon me, do you have any Grey Poupon? Yeah. Do you, would you yeah. do that all the time? Uh, that's, why, that's why Mike Myers and that's why they did that, because they knew everyone would get that joke because that generation grew up on that commercial. Because I did that all the time. When we were driving, we would do it and we'd be laughing hysterically. I mean, we were like 10 or something, but it was like the greatest thing ever. You would do it to any car though, right? You wouldn't, if you specifically saw a car that looked like that Rolls Royce, then you'd do it or you would just do it with any car? Pretty much any car. And you would do like the rolling down the window sign and then you would say it and then I'd be like, mom, mom, speed off, go. And then she wouldn't speed and then you're sitting there next to them. I had a friend who actually kept Grey Poupon in his in his glove box as a, <laughs> as a joke, waiting for the day that someone would do that. To him. He didn't have he didn't have the the ghost uh, Rolls Royce car, um, but he just kept that in his glove compartment. As a matter of fact, I do. <laughs> he also he also had a um, a fake gun in his glove compartment. Well, I, remember like... he, I remember I was in the car with him, and uh, and he goes, "Hold this." And he gives me the gun, and it was like a plastic replica gun. It was it sounds was like in Adventures of Babysitting when they're in the truck with the guy with the hook. Uh huh. I didn't see that movie. You never saw that? No. Oh. If, I told you list, if I told you the list of movies I haven't seen, you'd be like, going, I know, but oh, that's what that's I, I know, but that I mean, like if you said you didn't see The Godfather, I wouldn't even care. But I feel like Adventures of Babysitting is a movie that you would have really enjoyed. And I like Elizabeth Shue. You're talking about movies. Have you seen the Rocky yeah. movies? I have. You've seen all of them? I've seen all of them, yes. Okay. I was watching, have you seen Rocky Balboa, which is like part six? Yes, I did. Okay. How is it that Rocky, every time they work out, he doesn't know how to do, the, the like whatever the exercise is, it could literally be like bench pressing a bar and he doesn't know how to do it the first time. Then by the end, he's bench pressing 800 pounds. But the first, the first time he's shown like, you got callus, you have our calcium deposits in your joints. So all we can do is heavy hit and hurt and power. So like he's he's like doing something with a bar, like put like picking a bar up over his head, and he doesn't know how to do it at first. Like he, he he's failing picking a bar up over his head, and then by the end of the musical montage, he has like five thousand pounds on each side. He's like, ah, ah, ah. And he's like doing it perfect. But why is it that Rocky couldn't do basic like a jumping jack? All right, Rock, this is a jumping jack. He'd be like tripping on himself. Could, couldn't he at least have known how to do some of the exercises in the beginning of the montage? Did it have to be that ridiculous where he had never done a push-up or a jumping jack before? Well, maybe it was a setup for an early onset of Alzheimer's. <laughs> for, for Rocky Nine, if you're wondering, yeah. if you're wondering why Rocky couldn't do a jumping jack, as you can see in Rocky Balboa, that yeah. was Alzheimer's. They, they, they were planting the seeds. They were thinking ahead. 
Could you imagine if the writing was that was that good that they actually were planting seeds like that? Yeah, I don't know about that. Although he did win an Academy Award for the first Rocky, and the writing was, you know, Sylvester Stallone is an enigma. He'll he'll do these. I mean, he dominated dominated the eighties and nineties. So I was just talking to my friend about this the other day. I was like, he made so many movies in the nineties. Um, I mean, and these two, but like Oscar. Demolition Man, Assassin. Stop or my mom will shoot. Stop or my mom will shoot. <laughs> um, Did you yeah. say Running Man? Oh, no, that no, wasn't no. him. That was Demolition, uh, Demolition Man. Yeah, Demolition Man. Yeah. Stop. Uh, I did like Creed, though. I thought that was a good movie. I, yeah, I, Creed was awesome. But then you got the racist. What's with the, what's with the black kid? Wait a minute. Well, hang on. Hang on. I can't even cheer for him. How am I going to get excited for some black kid? Like, how can he be that? Like, Apollo, if you go back to the original Rockies, Apollo Creed was one of the greatest characters in movie history. Yeah. He was awesome. Really good. Yeah, yeah. I, the one thing I didn't like, though, was when the, um, Apollo Creed's son, he asked Rocky who won in their fight at the end of Rocky Three. You know, their mm-hmm. their fight where they're like, ding, 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 and they fight, and, and the credits roll. And then he says that Creed won that fight. Like, why do they have to give that information? Rocky should have said, I'll never tell. He should have said something like that. Like, no one should ever have known what happened in that scene. Did Clubber Lang die at the end of three? Did who? What, how did, what happened to Clubber Lang? Clubber Lang just lost to Rocky, and that lost. was it. They didn't stand on what, what, what they didn't do, like, uh, like in the Karate Kid, like the, the fallout in the, in the parking lot, <laughs> like after the fight. Because I wanted to see, like, immediately what happened after Clubber Lang lost. For some reason, I was thinking he died or something like that, but I guess I'm just confusing that with Mickey. Well, no, he killed, he killed, he killed Mickey. He really did kill well, Mickey because he, right. he pushed him. Gave, gave him a heart attack. And I blame him for killing Mickey. He did kill Mickey. No matter what anyone says, he killed him. And he almost killed Adrian because when he was, uh, you know. In my apartment. The unveiling of the Rocky statue, he was, like, saying, like, some sexy words to her that she had never heard before in her life. She was, like, just losing it. <laughs> she really didn't turn on by him. Can you but, imagine if she just started, like, if there was a scene of her having sex with Clover Ling in his <laughs> shitty apartment? <laughs> yeah, the director. We did film a scene, but it just didn't test well. <laughs> Audiences were very confused at the while of a sudden Adrian having sex with Clover Lang. Yeah. Um, but they should bring him back. I mean, Mr. P stole alive and should bring him back and do like, you know, have like, be, have, you know, have the heart of Creed and they'll have a little bit of, you know, there's a, there's a funny, there's something like fun and enjoyable about Rocky three. I know everyone's, you know, obviously people say, oh, it's a, it's a horrible movie when you stack up against Rocky. I mean, a lot of people say Rocky three is the best Rocky movie. It's just, it's, it's four. Just, Four's the one that's just completely ridiculous. Three yeah. was still a very good movie. Yeah, uh, I think four. I think to me, Rocky Four is like the, that and Red Dawn, two of the quintessential '80s like uh, Cold War movies. <laughs> if he Red dies, Dawn he dies. Rocky, oh, Rocky Four is so over the top. It's Red Scare, but, but it gives you hope. You know? With Gorbachev at the end. Yeah, all the Russians yeah. cheering for Rocky. Yeah. I can't believe they got Gorbachev to be in that movie. <laughs> it's crazy. Was that really him? No, it wasn't. Oh, okay. I was going to uh, say, I don't remember that being. He did have that disgusting um, no, red on his head. He had the birthmark on his head. 
That had to have been him. There's only one birthmark like that. <laughs> but there was, you're right. You're right. You bring up a great point, though, because every other heel in all the Rocky movies, there's some type of resolution. With Clubber mm-hmm. Lang, Rocky beats the shit out of him in the rematch, and then that's it. He doesn't do apologize to Rocky or anything. Do, do they hug it out at the end? Like, after no. The belt? So what's the last shot you see of Mr. T in Rocky Three? Him, him, him like out cold, laying on the on the canvas. Do they cut to a shot of him like, you know, sort of hanging his head down a little bit and his trainers are just walking out of the ring? Or he doesn't walk up to, like, Rocky and just go, nice job, or, like, <laughs> him on a, there's nothing? Like like at the end of Karate Kid, he, yeah, he, he hands Daniel the trophy. You're all right, LaRusso. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, that's it. I want to know what the last shot is of, of Mr. T and Rocky Three. Like, how do they completely end? Because you'd think that he would have, you know, good job, Rocky. Or, like, you know, you're, you're a man. I don't know what he would have said. Honky. You're all right, honky. <laughs> <laughs> I still want to do your watch, though. <laughs> That would be the greatest scene ever, though. Adrian, like on all fours. Oh, Rocky three ends with the um, with, with the Apollo Creed thing. So it cuts. It cuts from the end of the fight mm-hmm. to uh, let's see. Hang on, I got it up here on YouTube. Hang on. Okay, so here we go. Okay, so. So he's beating the shit out of him. Clubber Lang's laying on his stomach. The trainer's yelling to get up. Seven, eight, nine. Okay, so the final scene. Okay, so he's on his knees. He gets counted out. Adrian's cheering. I'm going to talk you through this whole scene here. Everyone's cheering. Okay, Clubber Lang's getting. Okay, so he's in the corner. He's getting picked up by his trainers. Rocky's up on on someone's shoulders. Everyone's crying. And oh, Clubber! Oh, Clubber Lang is refusing uh, the smelling salts. He's shaking his head. No, they're trying to give him uh, smelling salts. He's like, Nah, nah! I don't use smelling salts. Oh, now okay, so, okay. There's Clubber Lang. He has his head down in his gloves. Adrian saying, "The heavyweight champion of the world." And then it freezes, and then the next scene is Apollo and Rocky about to box. So the final scene with Clubber Lang, first he turns down the smelling salts. No, nah, no, nah, I don't use smelling salts. <laughs> then the next scene is him with his hands in his gloves. That's the final. That's all we know. Like, we know that he's still pissed off and he's still an asshole. Yeah. No resolution. Well, well I don't know if he's necessarily pissed off because if he's putting his hands in his gloves, He's, uh, there's a diff- that's a different emotion. That's more like embarrassment, um, surprise. But I, I think Rocky Three totally would have benefited from a, a Karate Kid to You all right, Balboa? Parking lot, <laughs> like like Rocky's walking to the car in the parking lot with Adrian and, and Apollo, and then you see Mr. T walking up. No, they've told me hilarious. I wish I could do it, Miss Balboa. I'd like to apologize for saying that about you. And Rocky, you all right? <laughs> but but you know what, Mister? Please, rem- please remove your your bottle from my car. Why'd you remove it yourself? I got bottle. That's my favorite scene ever. 
<laughs> so you're talking about the scene from Karate Kid. Yeah. There's three assholes drinking, and they have their bottles on Mr. Miyagi's car. Mr. Miyagi's like, kindly remove bottle. Boy, cold. And he's like, wow. And then he does the most racist Asian face. He's like, kindly move it. Move yourself, Mr. Wakamoto. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Miyagi chops the tops off the bottles. It's the greatest thing ever. That was my. That was probably my favorite scene in movie history for many years. And I love how the guy, he's so scared. He's like, oh, Ogan okay, again, he just removes the bottles. That would never happen now. No. It would, just, it, would, it would just make someone more upset. And then they'd probably just whip out a gun and shoot Miyagi. And exactly. And they would, they, the three of them would still beat the shit out of Miyagi even yeah. after that. You got to love the bad guys and bullies in 80s movies. They're so they're, they're so much less evil than the reality of the situation, especially when you just see all these hidden camera videos and what's going on in the world. And it's like, man. I think I watch too many movies. I, I have this like view of life. That it's all it's a lot worse than it really is. Eighties eighties movies, the the villains were the greatest villains ever. Like they're just yeah. like in Karate Kid three. You, you've seen Karate Kid three, right? Yeah. Like Terry Silver okay. when when he brings in Dennis and Snake and uh, and uh, Mike Barnes, and he's like, Dennis will handle your training. Snake will handle everything else. If you want to be a bad boy out here in L.A., Snake's the boy to be bad with. Ain't that right, Snake? You know it. <laughs> One more thing. Yeah. Make his knuckles bleed. <laughs> oh, I like it. I like that, Johnny. I like it. What really upset me um, uh, was Karate Kid. Yeah, we're, we're talking about Karate Kid. But in Karate Kid 3, I just love how he goes for... That's all in the Bonsai store, right? Yeah. The Bonsai Tree store. I just... Which was the shittiest looking store ever, by the way. It was a bunch of mops and like wood everywhere, and like even when he bought when he when he sold the truck and bought the trees, it was still a piece of shit with like five trees in the store. Yeah, I think I remember being very very upset at the fact that when when Karate Kid three starts, you find out that the girl from two, uh, the girl from Okinawa that he fell in love with, that he risked his own life to save doesn't stay with him. Yeah. And how, but, like, but wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's go back. She dumped me. She dumped me. <laughs> wait, wait, hang on. Let's go back. When Karate Kid 2 starts, this girl, she she gets rid, she dumps Johnny and everything else. And then yeah. she dumped, the beginning of Karate Kid 2, she just dumps him for a football player? You believe that? A football player. She dumped me for a football player. Of all things. After she was like this this girl who's above being with the, the rich asshole, she just meets some random football player and dumps Danielson? Yeah, and then Karate Kid three, the girl, the macaroni and cheese girl. Macaroni uh, and cheese. She she instantly like sets the friend zone with Daniel, like, Yeah, I am seeing someone. Um just wanna let you know. And you know So I I don't know what it is about Daniel. He can't keep a woman. <laughs> He's a pussy. He well, two women that he fights for. I mean, one that he puts up a, a huge fight, and then one he risks his own life that he could have died to save her, and the third one is instantly friend zoned. Well, you know, you know why that is, right? No, why? Okay, so Sam told me there's a podcast. I still have to listen to it. It's called like the Ballad of Terry Silver or something. If you go into the the podcast store, some guy who does some kind of movie podcast, they did an entire podcast about Terry Silver and Karate Kid Three. How it's a great movie. And I guess Daniel was married and when part three came out and he didn't want to make his wife jealous. So the original storyline was for him to actually be with that girl. And they oh. changed it because of his wife. Okay. 
Huh. Well, I wonder if his wife made a good macaroni and cheese. <laughs> Where's my macaroni, macaroni and cheese? You know what I like. <laughs> I grew up on macaroni and cheese. Dude, I, I, I was watching. I, I remember telling my friend. We, we just finished watching the Karate Kid um, 2. And uh, we were just making fun of it. And he didn't know there was a Karate Kid 3. I'm like, yeah, there's a Karate Kid 3. He's like, there is? I'm like, yeah, this is where he opens up a bonsai tree store. And this is <laughs> me telling him that he opens up a bonsai tree store. <laughs> He's like, oh, my God, go to Blockbuster now and get that. Let's watch that. <laughs> it is the craziest the plot. Of, I mean, I, I guess I get it, you know open up a store and he's like 38 years old and he's supposed to be 18 in that one no no he's supposed to be 17 because it's the under 18 that's supposed to be the summer after karate kid 2 or the no that's supposed to be like immediately after karate kid 2 it would have been funny if he died though trying to plant that bonsai tree at the side of the cliff (laughs) that that would have been hilarious hey daniel make a wish That was always the saddest scene when he cracks the bonsai tree. <laughs> yeah. By the way, if you haven't seen Karate Kid Three, you should go see it immediately. That's excellent it's, because it's one. It's it's it's. I'm not joking. It's one of my favorite movies ever, and one of the most over the top villains. Uh, I mean, just hilarious. Well, it's Terry Silver best. he he did something with like sewage where he would like pour sewage into the ocean or something like like raw sewage, yeah. and and he put his entire company on hold. To torment a seventeen-year-old boy, Danielson, put like every every cliche bad thing that a person can do. Uh, they own a company or they own a business, or w- w- he did in that movie. Like, we'll bribe them, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I like where he's like. Put, do you know what Rift Tracks? Do you know what Rift Tracks is? It's 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 half the guys from Mystery Science Theater three thousand, and they do commentary on a movie, and then you you. You download the commentary as an MP3 file, and then you sync it up with the movie that you either rent yourself or if you own it. Uh-huh. So that's how they get away with the copyright. Uh, they did Karate Kid three, so it's very funny. It's worth checking out. What's it called again? Riff Tracks. R I F S T R A X. That's and funny. Karate Kid three. Put all my appointments on hold. This is my new full time job. <laughs> and he breaks into Miyagi's house when he's drunk. And the fourth one, uh, yeah, I don't even really remember. I did see it. I, yeah. What are you talking about? The next Karate Kid with Hillary yeah, Duff? Uh, yeah, that's right. It wasn't even called Karate Kid. God, that sucked. That was a horrible movie. Yeah, I can't even remember it. And the one with Jaden Smith and uh, Jackie Chan, that's even worse. I watched that, and I didn't hate it, but I didn't care either way. Because if I don't like a movie, I'll turn it off. But for, for some reason, I didn't turn that movie off. I don't know if that means I like no, it. No, I watch. I mean, I watch it too, but I was I was scrolling through the guide the other day, or like, I don't know, it was a while ago, but it said Karate Kid, and I'm like, yes, and I put it on, and it was that. Mm. Like, shouldn't it say remake? It shouldn't, like, they, they yeah, shouldn't they, trick you and say, oh, or it should say, like, Karate Kid, and then, like, 2011 in huge numbers, so that you know it came out in two, whatever year it came out, not the 1984 version of Karate Kid. Yeah, I agree. Or, or you know, put Machio. Yeah, put Ralph, put Jaden Smith, huge, like in huge letters, Jaden Smith. Oh, okay, I won't watch that. Yeah, or Paparita. <laughs> I, well, Matt, let's wrap this up, but I just want to bring up one thing you brought up a few minutes ago because I can't stop thinking about it, is a scene where Clubber Lang yeah. is having sex with Adrian. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Could, let's, I, I just want to walk through that scene real quick because what, what okay. would, like how, okay, so Clubber Lang's talking shit about Rocky. 
Rocky is is fighting all these losers that because we found out that Mickey was just giving him easy contenders, right? Because he thought that he could even even though Rocky was destroying everyone, he wasn't fighting Clubber Lang. So how would that even happen? Like Clubber would be like, "Yo, Adrian!" Like he would, would the trainer slip Adrian his number, and then Adrian like drives to the shitty neighborhood, and like <laughs> she's downstairs ringing the doorbell, Lang. Clever leg. You can just see the scene too. Like she's she's driving through. She turns she turns onto the street, and there's all you know. There's people on the on corner drinking, shooting dice, doing the take me back. <laughs> <laughs> she's looking a little scared. Playing Run and DMC. It's, it's tricky, really loud. Yeah. Whenever they whenever in a movie when when some uh, white guy or white woman drives through the hood, they, they always film the scene the same way. Like they're yeah. they're, they're, they're looking around like oh, open good shot. <laughs> and then you know That's he would come name. he would he would come downstairs in those like really short blue shorts and no shirt. Yeah. Oh, so here. Didn't think you would show. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose you came to see what it's like for a real man. Yeah. Uh, I suppose you <laughs> 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 You think it'd be clever lying off Gadrin. <laughs> I suppose you want to give, give, take a real ride. You ready? You want to get on the lane? I just, I just want you to know that I love my husband very much. And his heart is there and he's a strong fighter. But I don't know. When I first met Rocky, his apartment also stank. This place stinks! It was just something about what you said to me at the unveiling of my husband's statue. <laughs> You ready to ride the long ride? Hey, woman. Woman, you ready? <laughs> All right, let's do it. Slob on this knob, woman. <laughs> That's how we get started right here, woman. Or maybe he wouldn't be that aggressive. Maybe he'd be like a gentleman. Maybe he'd be <laughs> <in the> gentleman <laughs> That'd be funnier, actually. Billy's like he'd, he'd be like Billy D. Williams as Lando Calrissian, just real smooth, like how he was. Hello there. Slayer. <laughs> well, my, my, my. <laughs> Well, if the lovely train didn't stop by. Hello, my offer, lady. Offer a glass of Cavassier. <laughs> Can I offer you some warm milk? Because <laughs> you know I'm going to be sucking on those titties. <laughs> and you just know, too, before before they had sex, he'd be like showing her, he'd be showing Adrian like all the fights and he, you know, the pictures on his wall, like, this is what I thought so and so. This is what I did this. And, <laughs> this and is my mama. To, and they cut to them. Cuts to a scene of them like eating macaroni and cheese out of the refrigerator, <laughs> and they start feeding each other. And then they're making on, out. Yep. And then he puts on Jodeci, and well, actually, no, that Jodeci wouldn't have been around that time. Never mind. New edition. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We're reading way too much into this, but, but yeah, that would have been. Um, that would have been hilarious. And then what would have happened after that? Because would Rock, it probably would have ended where, what, Rocky finds out. Or, you know, he'd walk in on it for some reason. Like, he was so pissed off about the statue thing that he went to Clubber Lang's apartment to kick his ass. And he walks in, and she's, like, on top of him having sex. Oh, my goodness. Hey, hey Club, what the fuck? <laughs> Rocky, Rocky, what are you doing here? Get out of here, boy. I haven't came yet. Let me blow this load. Yeah. <laughs> he, he would actually he, 
he would actually be saying her name and crying her name with the same intensity as he would after he wins one of his fights. If he saw her and dad would probably like, in the movie, the same way. And then when he drove home, he'd be playing this. And then it keeps like, cutting the shots of him imagining, imagining him in bed with her. You ready to ride the snake, woman? <laughs> you ready to ride the snake, woman? Yeah, I think <laughs> if if they had if they had done that, he would have been so mentally screwed up that that would have been perfect going to Rocky Four because then he would have had like the crazy eye, the mad intensity to like not take any shit from Ivan Drago. <laughs> I mean, that, I mean seriously, I, I can't imagine any more pain. Than, than Rocky thinking of Clubber Lang having sex. But wait, hang on, hang on. Now, what if Adrian did that because she knew that Rocky had to have that kind of rage to beat Clubber Lang? So maybe she did it for Rocky. Oh, that's interesting. No, uh, Rocky, I, I did it for you. I love you. <laughs> I slept with him nine times, but I, I needed to sleep with him nine times so that I could uh, get the appropriate amount of <laughs> I had to suck all the testosterone out of him, Rocky. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll wrap it up on that. But I, I do recommend that you see. Oh, and then we're talking about two part threes. Rocky three and Karate Kid three. Interesting. Two two series where part three was a great movie. Like there's a lot of movies where the sequel is garbage and a part three is usually just complete dog shit. But two Two different series where part three is maybe the best out of the movies. And also, too, usually like three, especially in the 80s, the third one was always the 3D movie. That would have been interesting if they made Rocky three in 3D. The, the sex scene in 3D? So that would have been even more intense. Like Adrian crawling towards you? Oh, my God. Come back here, woman! Uh, Come back, woman! You should, uh, you should, uh, you should email Sylvester Stallone and <laughs> try to get that done. Hey, Sylvester, I have an idea. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, Well, he's still doing that, right? Yeah. Well, I think Creed Two. They're talking about Creed Two, but you know what? Maybe Mr. T should be in make, Creed. I heard he was going to make another Rambo, even though the last one. I thought that was. I mean, what more can you do after that last one? I mean, every single torturous, horrible, <laughs> d- disgusting way you can murder and kill someone <laughs> just in that movie. Everything. The yeah, gun. The gun be- that would like liquefy you when it would shoot you. Yeah, I, I'm uh, unbelievable. I, my eyes were fixed on that movie the whole time. I, I don't know if that makes it brilliant or I don't know. Kind of like I, I just remember anyway. the liquid the liquefying gun. He would shoot someone and they would just turn into liquid. <laughs> but all right, well, uh, Matt, it was fun well, having you on. It. On, if people, it. so people want to find you, the best way is how, spell it out real quick. Your uh, your website, uh, hitbattersea dot com. It's H I P A T T E R S E A dot com. Or you can just go. YouTube and type in Matthew Stromer. All right. And check out Karate Kid 3, and we will holla next week. Later. Thank you, Abe, for all the laughter. David Blaine, your magic is real, and I believe in you.